Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris, Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today I want to talk to you about your private pains, your deep hurt, and your shameful addictions. You know, you may think that nobody understands what you're going through, but God does. He can identify with all your pains, and He's able to help you. You can find that in Hebrews 2 and 18, and Hebrews 4 and 15. But I want to go back, and I want to really... Did you, you know, I want you to understand something today. One thing for sure, Jesus suffered at the hands of men. Slanderers who misunderstood Him. Once the Pharisees instigated that He was born out of wedlock because His mother was with child before He married Joseph. The scandalous remarks, probably not the first, but must have hurt Him. You know, I want you to think about it a minute. Here's a 14-year-old little girl walking around, pregnant in a community, didn't have a husband, was a disgrace. Who would have ever dreamed that the Messiah was going to come out of this little 14, 15-year-old girl. Some say 14, some say 15. I'm not going to debate whether she's 14 or 15, but consider all the temptations that, that, that he went through and that she went through. There was not only three. God's Word says that he was tempted for 40 days in Luke 4 and 2. Not all the temptations were recorded, but those 40 days must have tried him sorely. What do all these mean? Jesus went through all those temptations and suffering for you, yet He did not sin according to Hebrews 4 and 15. There is no temptation or no suffering that you're going through that He cannot identify with. So come to His throne of grace today and receive His super abounding grace to face and to overcome those trials in your life. Now, I want you to get a hold of this because I really believe that this will help you. In the Old Testament, the grain offering brought to God speaks of Jesus' life on the earth. Now you can find that in Leviticus 2 and 4. And if you bring us an offering, a grain offering baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. So in the Old Covenant, the grain offering was brought to God speaks of Jesus' life on the earth. The fine flour which the grain offering is made with is flour that has been pounded, ground, beaten, and sifted through to get it constantly even and fine. Therefore, it typifies the humanity and the suffering of Jesus. One of the ways the Jewish woman prepared the grain offering was to bake it. The baking done in the depths of the oven speaks of a hidden suffering that Jesus went through. I believe that Jesus faced suffering that we cannot fully understand. Even as a young boy, he must have gone through suffering that prepared him to die for all humanity at the cross. And during his ministry years, it must have grieved him that when time and time again he found unbelief, not just in the people around him, but even in his disciples. You know, even in Peter that betrayed him. Here he was walking around with Peter for three and a half years and at the end Peter betrayed him. Here's Judas at the end walking around and he had seen all the miracles that God had done and Jesus had done and yet he betrayed him and sold him out for 30 pieces of silver which is what it cost to buy a female slave. So we see here that when you talk about the grain offering in Leviticus it's really templifying and giving us an example of symbolic of Jesus' life on the earth because they would take that grain and they would beat it and beat it and beat it and, and beat it and beat it and, and slant it and send it through a sifter to make it fine to where you could actually sacrifice it and bake with it and so they would take it through a beating and a pounding and, and I think Jesus went through a beating and a pounding that you and I he could relate to our pains today our struggles you know you may think you may be going through some things in your life you may be going through pain or anxiety or anxiety attacks or some addiction that you're dealing with in your life you know my friend 
understand there's, there's other people going through situations. But I want you to realize today that you're going through this, but Jesus is touched with all your infirmities. He's touched with all your pains and all your struggles and all your heartaches. He understands the pain and the hurting in your life and the, and the anxiety attacks and, the, and the, the fear that may grip you at time and the, the sicknesses that may attack your body. But you're never alone. You're never alone. Something people have got to realize is that they're never alone. That He's always there, hand in hand. He will never leave you or never forsake you. There's nowhere He can go. He's got you in the palm of His hand. You need to just learn to enjoy the goodness of the Lord. Enjoy His presence in your life and see the fulfillment of His plan fulfilled in your life. You're not alone in your addiction. You say, well, Pastor, I brought this addiction on. Well, you may have brought that addiction on. You may have brought your sickness on. You may have brought your pain on. You may have brought your divorce on. You may have brought all these things on. But I want you to tell you, my friend, that He's right there in the middle of all your pain. When the fire's burning the hottest, He's right there. When the water seems the deepest, He's right there. Because He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll stick closer to you than a brother. And I want you to understand that He don't leave when you miss it. He doesn't leave when you sin. He doesn't leave when you fall by the wayside or you struggle or you go through a a fear attack or a panic attack or you go through a drug addiction and you're in the crack house and and you know that that you love the Lord and you know that but yet you you can't seem to overcome. And the reality is, is the church will tell you, man, you're lost. You're undone. But I want to tell you today, friend, that Jesus Jesus loves you. He's so desperately. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 that he demonstrated his love toward us when we were yet sinners. He loved us in Romans 5 and 8. He's crazy about you. He's desiring that pain, that struggle, that sickness. You're trying to figure it out and say, Lord, I don't understand why this is happening. It ain't for you to figure out. It's for you to enjoy the place that you're at. You may go be going through it, but I want you to understand, friend, he's going through it with you. He's got you by the hand. He's holding on to you. He's loving you. When you need that caress, he pulls you close. When you're in the deepest, darkest time of your life and it seems like the sun never shines and it seems like once you get past one thing you fall into another. I want you to understand that God's mercy and God's marvelous grace is going to meet all your needs. He's going to supply everyone. And when you're in the darkest evilest time of your life. He's right there in the midst of that with you. When you go through the fire, He's going through it with you. He loves you. And I want you to understand today Jesus can identify with all your heartaches, all your addictions, all your deep hurts, all your unforgiveness things that people's done to you, all your private pains. All of us grew up with pain, but we got to understand that out of that pain comes the glory and the presence of the Lord. We can move closer and closer and closer as we acknowledge His presence, and you'll see the things go further and further away. That's the beauty of grace.